0: are you tired of your favorite movies getting pushed back again and again and again and being stuck inside and not being able to do anything or go see anything fun check out comiXology.com read all the stories that all of these movies are based on and get in the know comiXology.com sign up for a free comiXology unlimited trial and you can read everything you can read the boys you can read Lock and key you can read batman you can read whatever you want Visit infamouspodcast.com slash comixology to sign up today. Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And this is episode 271. In the house. In the house. In the in the studio. In the Nerd Den studio. I was about
1: to say, literally in the house. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at Daryl today instead of listening to the dulcet tones of his voice through the uh, Zoom call.
1: Yeah, I don't have to flex the golden pipes. You can actually see me.
0: Yeah. Honestly, it makes me sad. What? Just because you're so much more handsome than me. So, you know. (laughs) Brown chocolate here. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I was going (laughs) to say something awful, but I'm not going to. Anywho. The world's not ready for your awful. Dude, the world here is like so like sometimes my awful slips out like today <laughs> no i didn't i, I filtered no today but, when we were on the oh phone. <laughs> that one yeah <laughs> so you deserve that <laughs> you 100 percent deserve that so don't don't there don't front no,
1: as they say there is nothing wrong with enjoying to all the boys netflix
0: yeah i guess not
1: i said it yeah
0: I, I guess not yeah you fangirled out over the uh the third one yeah. I was hit like, the, the trailer did, came did, out. Did that? Oh, the trailer. Okay. I didn't know if it like hit the streaming service yeah. or not, but.
1: Yeah, I think it's March. I don't know.
0: No. I don't know. <laughs> I saw they did the big like sizzle reel with um, Gal Gadot. Gadot. Yeah. Gadot. 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 She said Gadot. She said Gadot. So, and uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Dwayne Shithead. So, I, I've lost. Like, I have zero fandom left for The Rock.
1: It's. There's something that you know. I used to love him, and it's like now watching. It just seems a lot of it seems fake.
0: He's me. so disingenuous. Yeah, like it, there's nothing about him that I think is authentic. Um, now here's the thing: I hated him as a wrestler. I hated him. Real? I love him. Yeah. He can't wrestle. He's 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 the Samoan lineage Hulk Hogan. Oh, he's got four moves. True. His his big quote unquote big move is the people's elbow which is just the leg drop but with your elbow like yeah. it, it literally does nothing
1: at least at least and, you had the rock bottom though
0: yeah but like that was the setup move the rock bottom was never the finisher so yeah <laughs> so but like honestly like you it was really hard like as someone who like loves wrestling especially like matt like you know, the technical wrestling skill and the high flying. When it's those like kind of mid size like heavyweights, like The Rock, that all they do is kind of like a lot of uh throwing them into the ropes in the in the clothesline, right? That's kind of the, his speed, like JBL, The Rock. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a few others, like Kane. Like, I kind of, like, Kane's a monster, but, like, I, I kind of put them all, like, they do, like, you know, I don't like The Undertaker either, but, like, I totally respect the fact that The under, Undertaker could wrestled. The ro- and he could
1: walk on the road. Well, no, no,
0: no. It wasn't just the fact that he did old school, but he he, he dove Robert. over the top out of the ring. Like, he yeah. went off the top. He could do stuff that, like, Rey Mysterio does. Right. And make it look cool. Um, <clears throat> but, like, you know, give me uh like finn Balor, give me johnny gargano give me aj styles like give me edge those guys any day of the week matt hardy like you know um even with his tiny little footsteps like matt hardy is awesome um but yeah i don't know uh <laughs> i i've been i don't know like wwe is just so bad right now oh, right it's yeah. just, i can't it's awful. watch it I yeah know. i stopped i stopped um I, I watch AEW. that's it i'm gonna have to so. watch
1: i have I am I have that on my DVR the yeah AEW
0: is so much fun so especially when you get like Jericho on commentary or you know stuff like that but um Darby Allen who is the sorry guys <laughs> we're going into a weird <laughs> little rabbit hole here uh Darby Allen who is the uh TNA champion or TNT champion mm-hmm. um is amazing he's he's me if he's over five nine i'd be shocked right and if he weighs more than 165 pounds i would be shocked um but dude can he can go and he like sells like it's like he sells so like Dolph ziggler sells right mm-hmm. darby allen sells and uh he's just really fun to watch he's got like half the face painted he comes down on a st- skateboard they paired him up with sting yeah. since sting is back um which i think actually really really works so um but speaking of old men who are coming back i
1: know
0: uh, <laughs> so uh captain mcu is is rumored to be returning uh to the the Cinepl- to a cineplex near you
1: yeah so or maybe
0: a streaming service near you most yeah, likely probably a streaming service so uh yeah so you sent this to me or told me about this i was kind of like okay um but i guess captain america eyes return to the mcu as chris evans nears a deal to reprise his role in future marvel in a it just says in future marvel project right on on deadline so is it like a one-off like is it going to show up in one of these multiverse things yeah
1: and see they're making a big deal out of it when we don't know If it's, if, is he gonna be even, you know, when they're they're doing secret secret invasion? Yeah, maybe as a scroll or something. That, that yeah. was one, one of the things I mentioned. To How one funny would
0: friend. that be to see Cap, like young Cap, walking down the street in twenty twenty eight or whatever timeline they're in, and they're like, they just do the do the double take and and like, <laughs> and uh, Sam is like, um, fake news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To me, unless it's a, I don't think this is big news unless it's a major role that he's doing in either a movie or a major part of a connector to a TV show.
0: Yeah. So, so I know we're gonna talk about Wandavision. I think it's tied to Wandavision. Hmm. I I I do think it's more about the streaming. Yeah. Than anything else. Maybe it's Loki. Because he has the righteous indignation. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in I, Thor I, the Dark I, I feel the righteousness. <laughs> I just feel it. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. Honestly, I'm okay if they just retire this character altogether and say, no more Cap. Yeah. Like like Wanda can say, no more Captain America and wipe out all the Captain Americas and all the multiverses. So,
1: you know, I'm a huge Cap fanboy. I know He's you are. my favorite MCU character. You,
0: you stand for Cap.
1: Yeah. The thing is, I loved how they ended his story he got a happy ending i love that and i i think they just need to move on again don't get me wrong if he's if we get more information of Mm -hmm. where he is and how they're going to use him that might change my opinion but right now it's okay it's kind of like a a shrug shoulder shrug yeah
0: unless they bring him back as like the nazi cap from the um secret wars 2 or whatever it was from the comic book series um Mm -hmm. the comic book event series or
1: where it was went with hydra yeah is that the one you're talking about yeah he was hydra
0: cap yeah Yeah, maybe maybe that's the cap he created when he told um what's his name hail hydra (laughs) in the in the elevator they all went and got that cap and like oh you're in and he's like uh yeah here's your hydra ring here's your hydra shield Here's your green uniform. Here's your parking pass. Go kill something. <laughs> go, go kill some bitches. Um, but yeah, I, you know, like I, because there's talk that RDJ might return again. It, Let's uh, let sleeping dogs
1: lie. Yeah, <laughs> and and unless with RDJ, I think they could work it where they brought him in in the Ironheart series. He's the AI. Yeah, as the AI
0: so i really hope that doesn't happen too but i don't know yeah i don't know i think um you know to to kind of quote padme where where the mcu is going i don't think we can follow it's i don't i don't like some of the stuff
1: we've heard yeah however i do like what we're looks like we're going to be getting
0: on the streaming service yeah So, so but the movie wise Yeah. Like that Black Widow movie just looks like hot garbage. So of course you notice the movie is her just falling from the sky in the preview. That's all they do. I wonder if they'll show her like just like kind of laying on the ground like, Oh god, I still got two more movies to go before this really happens. This guy. (laughs) Um, but no, you know, I'm 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 really okay if they don't bring Chris Evans back. Yeah. So like let's wait another six years and let's just recast it so just it's like treat it like the comic books when like a new artist comes on board the character always looks a little different mm-hmm. so why just not? don't make it look like rob life life uh, cap oh no they got to get some big bodybuilder dude who's like really <laughs> disproportioned up top um and tiny 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 little feet well they just can't show the feet well that's why they wouldn't be able to show the feet because he has to have feet that are so tiny But, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. And pockets. Um, Lots of pockets. Lots. (laughs) Pouches. Pouches. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't be upset necessarily, but it's not my preference to have Chris Evans come back. That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at right now. But, um, speaking of crying about things, (laughs) um, see, I'm getting good at these, um, booyah. Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, Ray Ray Fisher has officially been fired from the Flash movie. But last week we talked about this. Didn't they say he was never in it in the first place? That's correct. Okay. So, how did he get fired from something that he was never actually in? Unless they weren't telling the truth, which... Well, okay. So, um... <clears throat> I, I've I've been looking into this just because, like, I don't know. It's not as interesting as the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing with the he said, she said. Right. No. But it's still a he said, Warner Brothers said type of a thing because they have, like, dissenting, like, stories about who quit and who was fired and who did what. um And, and so, you know, Ray Fisher has confirmed he's been removed from the cast of Warner Brothers The Flash. I will not reprise the role of Cyborg in the comic book, quote unquote, film. Um, <laughs> he said, I strongly disagree with their decision, but it's one that is unsurprising. Fisher said at the beginning of a two page post published on Wednesday evening. Um, you know, it, it, it's just been it's been such a toxic relationship for him with Warner Brothers. It's like, dude, just stop you're you're hurting you're doing more damage to your career and and people people not named me viewed him as a promising actor mm-hmm. i never saw that i never i never like like i don't remember anything else he was in i don't
1: i think this was one of because he was on broadway right uh maybe i don't yeah know. and and i think um, this was like one of his first big roles yeah or Justice League was. I yeah. But,
0: and, and so, you know, I mean, there was a rumor saying he didn't want to say booyah, even though that was like, that's Cyborg's catchphrase. And, you know, he did not have any of the joy that comes along with the character of a Vic Stone. Um, and, and it was, I don't know. It, it's just, it's so disappointing what they've done to Cyborg uh, all around with mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and DC. Um, he used to be an amazing character when he was part of the teen Titans in the comics. And then the teen Titans cartoon series, he was like awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, uh, I think this is just good that this chapter of his life has ended and, and he can hopefully go and find something where he can be happy and enjoy what he's doing. And, uh, really kind of like fall back in love with acting yeah. maybe because what you said
1: is doing more damage than you are helping yourself and you know when he had these you know you know these allegations and stuff there's there's a time where you just say okay i said my piece i don't have to get on twitter or instagram or whatever mm-hmm. and continually harp on about it because it but gets, he does apparently yeah and it, it gets to the point it, it, it no longer i I, I just, you know i lo- it's not that i lose sympathy but i i lose caring about what happened right i become apathetic yeah and and that's what that's the danger of when even if you're telling even if you're t- telling the truth continually harping on something the way he did makes people just for just lose interest and just right. shut it off and, right and if it's this important they should be paying attention that's mm-hmm. why you have to, this is the thing people don't get it's not just what you're fighting for, it's how you deliver the message. Mm-hmm. Because and this is a when when you're doing a persuasive speech, for example, you have to take into your audience take into account your audience and say what's the best way to reach them. Right. You can't get upset if you do something that you know is gonna be divisive and half the audience checks out. That's on you as a presenter. And <coughs> as a <speaker>. Johnson <coughs> oh,
0: yes. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ruin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, um.
1: So he did a lot of disservice to himself. And again, I agree with you. I, this is the only thing I saw him in justice league. And yeah. I'm, I'm not going
0: to judge anyone by how they acted in justice. League. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not judging him as an actor. Yeah. I, so, like, I, I think he had a promising career going into this. And he I hope was, he gets, you know, whatever happens, here, happens. Here's what I hope. All right. So Twitter exacerbates any mental illness you might have. And I'm not saying he's mentally ill, Twitter has has introduced a paranoia into this man's life that is fed and starved from the people who, you know, support him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, I put Cryborg as the, uh, the, in the timestamp thing. But, I mean, that's what, like, people are calling him. And, you know, he has been, you know, did he cry wolf? I don't think so. Right. But I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not a, uh, I'm not an investigator. I'm not someone who cares necessarily. Um so what I hope is is that he can take some time, find something he loves. Um you know, go the Shawn Michaels route since we were just talking about wrestling. He mm-hmm. can go find his smile, yeah, and come back and delete Twitter. Dude, yeah, get off Twitter. I like get off social media. You yeah. don't need to be on there. Have if you if you want to like promote your stuff, oh, absolutely. have your publicist do it from an account that says Ray Fisher PR. And be done with it. Don't interact with, like, you know, I don't know. Like, neither one. I I deleted Twitter this week. Yeah. I I deleted. Like, I didn't delete the account. I just deleted the Yeah, I deleted my Twitter account about a month and a half ago. But, like. I deleted
1: Facebook off my phone this week. I mean, I still have it. And, again, I I hardly ever check Facebook. And that's been going on for the last year. So, this is nothing new for me with Facebook. The only
0: reason I hop on Facebook is because of the podcast page. Which I forget to update most of the time, anyway. And um, my buddy Jamie Spots with his memes. You know, I mean, that's like literally because I only like his memes. Those are some quality memes. He's he is a he is a meme master. Like he has a a you know he has a meme gunslinger. He's got he's got a ton of them. Um, like when he shares memories, it's all like old memes. It's like, oh, I remember where I was that day. <laughs> I was in line at the bank when I saw that meme (laughs) when when I saw him post that meme. But anyway, um, yeah, no, he just needs to like not be on social media and not interacting with people because there's so many like strong, it's become, it's become a divisive thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, um, he needs to be off of there. He, 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 allegedly didn't respond to their lawyers or even his own lawyers and so it's like, you know, let's just forget about what's happening here. Let's let's move on with with, with everything. And uh, I saw I forget who said like they shouldn't recast. No, they absolutely need to recast Cyborg and redeem him. I forget who it was because there's like you could do uh, might have been Grace. Um, she's like, yes, it, it was Grace Randolph. Was Grace yeah, Randolph. She, Cause she was like, there's so many other characters of color you can pick. Great. So you're going to shoehorn someone in because of their color, their skin, Grace. That's what you want to do. Because I'm sorry. I do think cyborg as a character properly written really adds something to the story mm-hmm. because he, he is a little bit troubled. The character should have a little bit of like self doubt because you know, he's part man, part machine, but at the same time, you know, he's got an unending confidence and joy about what he does and being a hero. Yeah. And and we never got to see it. Right. After.
1: And part of that was because we're, Justice League was his origin story, just like Man of Steel. Although that's totally different Man of Steel. Even though I liked it, it wasn't.
0: Man of Steel was never meant to be the opening salvo of a cinematic universe. No, it wasn't. So, And it's so. very obvious. All right. Uh, moving on. Our last bit of news um, is some Star Wars news, and before I get into the actual news story, I saw a rumor today. I'm all ears. Lars Mickelson signed on to be Thrawn in the Ahsoka series. Speaking of bringing you joy, that brings me joy. If that's true, I I hope it's true. Um, so it, I saw it on the watch, just the watch on their Facebook page because I have it on Facebook, even though you know we just talked about that. Um, and. I, so I was like I just want to see what the people say because I don't think they knew who it is and they're like I thought this was going to be RDJ they should have a big name actor in this role they, they no don't. you should not have a big name actor no. as because you need to look at Thrawn and just see Thrawn you don't need to look at Thrawn and be like I wonder when he's going to make a quippy Iron Man quip Yeah. or I wonder when Iron Man is going to give uh Ultron a blowjob oh wait no that's not less than zero never mind
1: Yeah, we talked about this last week, and I am fine with RDJ being
0: in Star Wars. But yeah, but as like... As Thrawn, uh, yeah. no. Yeah, Rob, Rob, oh, RDJ should be like some douchey politician in, in Star Wars, yeah, and I think in the, I told in the you, New Republic.
1: I think I told you that a couple of... Was it Talon Card that a couple people said, which like, that name sounds familiar to me. I just can't place it. Yeah. But yeah, like if this is true, I mean, this is... This is a perfect casting.
0: Yeah, so he's
1: the voice. Yeah, and it's not just because he does the voice,
0: and he does the voice so so well. well. Yeah, hello, Ezra Bridger. (laughs) So good. I can't do the voice. I can't because it's got that like snake like hiss to it. Yet it's got that like sinister undertone to it. Oh God, it's perfect. Yeah, the only person who does Thrawn better is Mark Thompson, who reads the Star Wars Thrawn novels. He actually does. So as bad as Will Wheaton is at Will Wheaton. narrating Will Wheaton is at uh narrating, Mark Thompson is that much at the top of the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, those and again with audiobooks, that is
0: Dude, Will Wheaton ruined an already ruined book with ready player Blech. Yeah, that was a scathing review you sent me. It was bad. Should I read it? Before we get to the Star Wars games news, yeah. All right. Uh, since we 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 uh, ended the show last week with, uh, um, Ready Player Two chat after we were done talking about the expands, uh, I gotta go all the way through here. Man, we text a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my picture with uh, Cara Dune holding <laughs> Tanjaren's head. Did, I, did you laugh out loud at that one? Yeah. I- at first i was like who's who's hit oh that's dan's head okay uh so the the title you can go on audible and look me up and find this but it's uh wow one of the stolen ideas this uh one of stolen ideas this time out um so my 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 review is to start will wheaton is probably the worst audiobook narrator of all time he is really distracting with his voice cadence plain and simple because he's awful Um, on decline, Ready Player One is obviously the exception for him. Armada was a ripoff of The Last Starfighter. Uh, Ready Player Two is equal parts ripoff of Tron Legacy and Upload. I feel like I listened to this book so you don't have to. I was excited to see, uh, where Ready Player One was going to go in this new chapter, but I was met with equal parts of disappointment and boredom. This is a must skip. And I actually got my, I, I got, I have never done this before, but I requested a refund from, that's bad, from Audible. I've never done it. And I got the Matthew McConaughey book with the <laughs> credit Lights. I got back just because you, uh, you said it was so yeah, good. Yeah, you're going to love that book. So yeah. It's awesome. Well, I started re-listening to um, Lafayette and Wakes, so I got to wait a little bit. To, no. you
1: know, Are you gonna go through the whole
0: series? Uh I think I'm gonna finish Leviathan Wakes and then listen to Matthew Monogonee's book and then go back. So it should have been called Alright, Alright, alright. <laughs> or you know what I like about high school girls? I keep getting older and they say the same age. <laughs> he wants to wrestle, by the way. Really? Yeah, he talked about like showing up in WWE for something. He might there's actual odds I think that he'll show up in the Royal Rumble <laughs> this year. Because he's been seen like backstage and stuff. Anyway, all right. So on to the actual topic here. Uh, Lucas Film Games uh, has a new partnership. So they've gotten rid of the exclusivity with the evil empire of electronic arts, otherwise known as um, the worst games ever. Um, <laughs> EA Games. Uh, which, you know, to be fair, um, Fallen Order is amazing. Yes, squadrons is way more fun than I ever expected it to be, and Battlefront two once they got the loot crate nonsense taken care of, it's actually a really fun game. Mm-hmm. So, for all the people out there bashing EA, they did not do a horrible job with Star Wars. They just did not do enough Star Wars games because right. we're used to getting a new Star Wars game every year.
1: Yeah, and and this is the thing I will say with gaming, licensed exclus- exclusivity like this is bad for the consumer. Oh yeah. You look at – and, again, the the easiest comparison. I don't know about some of the other sports games, but look at Madden. Madden has had an exclusivity for, what, is it like 15 years or Almost something? Almost 30. No, no, because like, they had 2K back in the early 2000s until I think oh, 2005 oh, before it became exclusive. I think it was 2005. Yes, yeah, or something so. like that. And what happens is when you have exclusivity, you don't have to innovate. Mm-mm the one of the worst or the worst thing for wwe was when they purchased wcw yeah because the innovation and the need to innovate just you don't have competition so yeah. right you don't have and i actually yeah. watched this uh, i should have looked it up who it was from but it's about a 35 minute video um, on youtube about madden and how madden has not changed no it hasn't. And, th- and this guy went over like 90 different things they this madden 21 doesn't have yeah. that The older Madden games actually did
0: have. Uh, The last Madden game I bought was 2005. Mine too. And that's the best version of Madden ever. Yeah. Um, Because that was the first one where it opened up where you could use um, the right um, control stick to turn your quarterback's head to scan the field and like freeze the defensive back. Mm -hmm. Um, Where? You know, I mean, it's just like anything you can do to actually like play like real football yeah. and you're not just button mashing and chucking down the field. Yeah, like even so.
1: even the like the quarterback and the the, the character mechanics from mm-hmm. NFL 2K back in 2005 yeah. is better than what they do now.
0: Correct. Like loads better. And 2K ruined WWE because they had the license, uh, the exclusive license and 2K20 was so bad they did not make a 2K21. Not wow. even a little bit, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. But all right, so uh, there's going to be an Ubisoft. Yeah, they do they do the
1: Assassin's Creed games.
0: Yeah, but they are doing a a massive um, open, open world, world game. Well, yeah. Which, um, if I can fly like my A X B Y wing, um, around, and go from planet to planet and maybe like loot stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, um get into like space battles while i'm like in between like maybe i have to jump 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 to hyperspace before i uh i get out if i can like maybe make my own ship or whatever that is that is what i want to see um
1: yeah and uh, right now i'm playing assassin's creed valhalla oh cool again i can't i don't can't believe i'm like 45 hours
0: in and jeez i didn't think i was playing that much but yeah i really liked um the revolutionary war Assassin's Creed I never played that one With uh, Connor the, the Native American I've heard, I've heard he was that was re- really It was good, really yeah. cool Because you got to hunt mm-hmm. And like When you would go And like skin the 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 animal It like did a prayer Like because You know It was like Thank you for You know The land I and to, it's, it's. I think uh, they have the. I'm trying to
1: think If they have the Assassin's Creed collection Like remastered On ps Because that was on PS3 Yeah, was the, yeah Just I'm like That Unchart- was the only one I've ever played. Just like Uncharted so. I have the Uncharted collection From PS3 Yeah on PS4 so
0: I have the one that came with the PS4 the mm-hmm. uh, whatever Thieves, Thieves End yeah, yeah which was really good I I liked it this is the only one I've ever played um but yeah so it's going to run off of the massive snowdrop engine um from Division 2 and The Crew um so we'll see we'll see how this works and and, and everything yeah. um and then Bethesda is uh the company that does Fallout uh, Fallout and I think they do um the one we were just talking about um Char- Uncharted. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe. Um, but they're gonna be developing an Indiana Jones game. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Um so I mean we're getting um Fallen Order two. I don't know whether it's gonna be called. I doubt it'll be called Fallen Order. Um but but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's uh it's exciting. Um Star Wars desperately needs to have more games come out. Can
1: can we get Star Killer back? I really like those games.
0: I know you did. Um, I don't know. I I always got frustrated playing The Force Unleashed. What? Um, because it 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 kind of felt like it was a turn based game a little bit. Like I don't know. I just I, I d- never felt like the fight mechanics kept up to what I wanted it okay. to be. Whereas like when I got Fallen Order, like you're in the thick of it and you're fighting in yeah. 360 degrees, like. You're you're able to go between like the duel to the single, and you know you're able to split it in half and yeah. like. Do oh yeah, that. they didn't have so, that. I, yeah. I really
1: enjoyed the combat. I think I think there was a little bit more of the what do they call it? Or kind of the the quick time. Yeah. In um, Unforce Unleashed. Again, I I haven't gotten all really deep into Fallen Order, but it, so far there's not a lot of quick time events. No. So. I mean God of War did the same thing. Yeah. But God of War is a great game. Yeah. But. God of War is awesome. So. so.
0: Anyway. All right. So now let's move on to WandaVision. Um Wow. I mean, yeah. just wow. I mean, like like and I am not saying wow facetiously or anything. It was uh It was really quite fun for the first two episodes. Yeah, and
1: five minutes in, and I I, I couldn't help but just kind of like noticing myself how much I'm
0: smiling. I, I, this. I laughed out loud several times. So, um, we're going to do non-spoiler reviews here for the first two episodes. Um, and then we are going to release on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, our audio commentary for the first two weeks. It's only going to be on Patreon. We're not going to turn that on. So that'll be for all tiers. So like for $2, you can get our weekly, uh, commentary for wandavision and then we'll pick another show to do after this um if it goes well um which i'm excited to do because like i'm gonna totally mst mst3k this um (laughs) i told daryl i'm gonna make fun of it and uh he (laughs) he clapped back at me on on the text you will not make fun of wanda of wanda i would never make fun of Wanda. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) that is something that would have Fit right into the, that show, because
0: one hundred percent, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, um, so WandaVision stars obviously Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp from that seventy show is on there. That's who she is. Okay. Um, Fred Meland, who has been in a ton of stuff, he's like one of those that guy actors. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on a, a Hulu original show called Casual. I highly recommend watching that one. Um, Catherine Hahn, who I love. Um, if you've seen the, um, the bad moms movies, she was in are the millers, she's got a show. It was a one season show on, uh, HBO called Mrs. Fletcher. Um, love her. She's hilarious. She was in bad words with uh, Jason Bateman mm-hmm. about the adult who goes through the spelling bee because he dropped out in eighth grade. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, and then, uh, Teona, is that how you say that? of Paris. Yeah, of Paris, um, who is Monica Rambeau, um, who is the grown-up little girl from Captain Marvel. Uh, you got Kat Nenning coming back from the Thor character, Darcy, um, she played. And Randall Park as the FBI agent from um, Ant-Man, duh. Yeah. What was this? What was age? Is it Agent Kim? I don't remember.
1: Oh. So he was just really funny. I'm actually meant to look yeah. it up.
0: So, um... But yeah, anyway. All right. So they just titled these episode one, episode two. I didn't see like episode names for them yet. I didn't either. And I didn't watch it at like 3 a.m. Like I do the Mandalorian. <laughs> so, um, but so for this week they did two episodes to kind of kick it off. Cause it's kind of a two parter. Like, not, right. I mean, a little bit, not really, but, um, they did two episodes and then next week it'll be one and so on and so forth. Just one episode for the next few weeks. Um, okay, so in episode one, it, it just kind of kicks off in this town of Westville, and it's in the fifties, and um, it's Wanda and Viz living together, yeah. and they're trying to figure out what's going on, but they're still trying to act like they're normal, a normal fifties couple, yeah, um, which was really funny, and and you know he's, she's being telekinetic, he's being a super android and phasing through things and and whatnot. Um, and yeah, well yeah. like before we started we
1: I was talking about how it's such a reminder to some of those shows from the 50s and 60s which again none of us are neither one of us are that old but
0: we both would watch. Yeah, it, I mean we watched the reruns when we were kids yeah. after school. Um, it's di- very I dream of genie like yeah. you said, bewitched. Um, yes. Like it's and, an amazing cross between the two to be honest. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's like especially getting
1: like once I got kind of my feet wet with the first one, and watching it to the second one, that's what I saw, is that that mix of those two shows. Because I mean, genie, bewitched, witch, and that's Wanda, and the
0: dialogue is straight up. Out of oh, it's a, a so show great. from the fifties, and, and her the um <clears throat> the fifties housewife voice, yeah, hello dear. <laughs> it's just
1: like <laughs> they even have they have the the thing I the thing I can't stand. I, I won't watch sitcoms now. They have yeah. laugh tracks. Well, yeah,
0: but for this, it's it was, ironic. Yeah, it, which is so, awesome. Yeah, um, funny aside, Sports Night. Do you remember that show? It was on ABC. Um, yes. If you went to Miami of Ohio, like Daryl and I did, watch Sports Night in Millette Hall. Anytime they show a basketball game, it's either a guys or girls basketball game in Malay Hall on the screen. Um, I always find that awesome. But um, Sports Night had a laugh track for like the first six episodes, and they're like, yeah, no, we don't need this. <laughs> so, um, no, so they're, they're a couple, and um, Vision goes off to work, and um, Scarlet Witch is our Wanda, is uh, at home, and there's a heart drawn on the calendar, <laughs> and she has no idea what's yeah. it, what it's and for. And it's
1: like they start off like, Oh I know what it is But I don't I think you forgot what it is Yeah And it's just that play Where two people And, and again This is one of those things You saw in those old shows mm-hmm. You know That kind of like That back and forth Where they don't want to admit That they don't They have no idea What's going on mm-hmm. And it, it kind of plays Into the whole The the overarching theme Of
0: they actually don't know What's going on Right um, so. But she ends up thinking It's their anniversary Because yeah. <laughs> it's a Yeah and uh, it turns out the, um, his boss and his boss's wife, um, played by Fred Melamed and Deborah Joe Rupp, um, the hearts, are coming over for dinner. And he drew the heart as an abbreviation. And her line to respond to that, she said, you fly at supersonic speed and I'm magic or something like that. Yeah. And uh, why do we need abbreviations? <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was great. Um, I did love him working at Computational Services, Inc., and he finished all of his work in just like a yeah. second. It's
1: like since you've been around, it's yeah. been, been, Productivity has gone
0: up three hundred percent. Yep. And I love the guy. He's like, "Wow, you're like a computer." Nope. No, I'm a, I'm I'm a non computer human man. <laughs> like, like totally organic. So, <laughs> and just the little like jokes, like, "Oh, well, yes, I'm married to a human man." <laughs>
1: and and the other thing that captures the essence of these fifty shows is how they, you know, it's their posture as far as not quite looking at the camera. But almost like when when you're in a play, you're, you know, you have to face the audience. Yeah. So it's that kind of I'm facing
0: the audience. They're not type. breaking the fourth wall. Right. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then you kind of get the idea that like nobody's supposed to be there. Like it's this cool little undertone, and we'll 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 get into more of that in the commentary. Um, but yeah, so it's really cool. Catherine Hahn is trying to help her be a housewife. <laughs> Um, but my favorite, my favorite part of the show, um, was when they sat down to dinner with the hearts and, um, Mrs. Hart says, uh, how'd you, where are you from? How'd you meet? When'd you get married? Why don't you have kids yet? (laughs) And it was like, wow, that's such the fifties thing to say to a a new couple. Right. Um, but yeah, and, and it's all in black. It was all in black and white. Um, it was all in the, um, four by three. Uh, aspect ratio. aspect ratio which, which uh, it worked it really worked yeah. it's still high def i mean it's still like super crisp and clear it's a uh, 4k actually um but yeah and and so that that was really really good and then the episode ends um with someone watching them right and it's like hmm hmm um and there's a couple of familiar logos that yeah. you're going to see as Easter eggs throughout the episode. Um, so episode one was written by uh, – or directed by Matt Shachman, Shankman and was written by Jack Sheffer, and I think she's the showrunner. Oh, okay. So um, I think it's short for Jackie or Jacqueline. Um, yeah, she's the showrunner. So it was. A, I, I felt like it was a really good pilot. I mean, it's not like the Supernatural pilot, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it was a really good way to like – introduce us to this trippy weird world and uh, it was really really I felt like it was really really well written oh absolutely so it did everything it needed to do to introduce me to the world show me what was happening without like beating me over the head with it and then bam got right into the story
1: and totally different show but that plays on a sort of nostalgia like this does different type Cobra Kai does the same thing. Yeah, but Cobra Kai is like real nostalgia. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, no, this is absolutely real nostalgia. <laughs> thought you banged your head there.
0: No, I had to stretch out my uh, back.
1: Like, in the, in the sense of not from a common property, yeah. but just an overall theme okay, of okay. The, the Yeah, okay. Yeah, I so, can get that. But board to your that. point about how it doesn't beat you over the head, like, it does such a good job of. Yeah. At, it, it captures that joy mm-hmm. From of you know those 50s Type shows that where you just Can't help but smile while you watch it You know so I it Was a very good pilot Yeah, I, Like I said five minutes in I, I Told I, I just said out loud I'm just Like loving this right
0: and so the First the first episode takes place in the 50s Right mm-hmm. so then moving into episode Two which uh, was also Directed by Matt Shackman and this time written By Gretchen Enders um, This takes place in the 60s they like they did a time jump and like mm-hmm. you know they're more in with being a family and or being a couple and um she's going to join the neighborhood women's <laughs> group um with the amazing Emma Caulfield forward um Yonka from from, from, from Buffy. Buffy um rest in power you anyway um but yeah it it was it was really good um they're going to perform a magic show at the like town kids charity show. Uh it's very funny. Um Vision <laughs> gets the the works gummed up, so to speak. And he's acting drunk and kind of off his game. Do you have notes? Yeah. Okay. Um and just Wanda is fixing everything as he keeps trying to like blow their cover essentially. Yeah. And one
1: of the things I liked is when you were talking about the whole gummed up is how they bring in that, that you know, that classic animation yep. style to show, you know, the internal workings of whatever. It's like the electric company. Yeah. So it, it kind of, like some of the part of me reminded me of um, Jurassic Park when they're going oh, through that.
0: And that's how you make a baby dinosaur.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and there there was a very, with you know, you're talking about the, you know, the women's group there's a very mm. step wives feel
0: there absolutely is and again because none of this is apparently real and it's funny because you see a couple glitches in the matrix right and uh, it's really really cool there's a cool thing that happens with one of the radios um but the magic show is is really really good and yeah. then um at the end of the episode it jumps to the seventies and something else big happens that we're not going to spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just like this was just meant to be like kind of a real quick, like kind of review slash uh, you know, what do you want to call it? Uh, highlight right? of, um, but yeah, so check out on, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, just check it out. Like check out our Patreon infamous podcast, go to dot You can click on the Patreon link. Or go to patreon.com slash infamous podcast. Either way works. Um, and, yeah, so for as little as $2 a month, you can get all eight of um, the commentaries. Pretty great. Like it's, And highly recommend giving this show a yeah, lot. Yeah, definitely watch this show. Um, I will give it um, a solid four and a half no more mutants out of five. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say four like about four uh four capes out of five. Yeah, that works too. So a lot of fun. It was a
0: lot of fun. Absolutely. All right. So moving less on fun now. in the sense of joy and happiness. All right. So you and I disagree on this. Like we were on we were on the same page and then I rewatched it mm-hmm. and I watched it through a different lens. Um, so we're talking about the expanse season five, episode seven. Um Oya Deng. Oya Deng. Goodbye. Which is goodbye. Um, so, Oya Deng, Beltalota. Well, what? Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, this this episode is... So, I, I, I as I was putting the show notes together, um, it appears that this episode is the first of a two-part episode. Because it does end on a huge cliffhanger, which which is the scene that I've been waiting for all season. Right. Because it's one of the coolest things that Naomi does in all eight books of a ton of cool things that this woman does. Um, Naomi is quickly reestablishing herself as one of my three favorite characters in the show, um, not named Amos Burton. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, yeah. So it opens with... Um, Naomi having like a dream essentially sequence of the early days with Marco and a, a very young Philip, little baby Philip, baby Philip. Um, her hair, she's got like the long hair. Like it, it took me a second with Dominic Tipper with the long hair because like she's always had like the curly like like kind of flop on top right. like. I love her her hair in the early episode. The I early still seasons. that's still my favorite like, hairstyle for like
1: that the half mohawk type. Oh hell yeah.
0: I love that. Absolutely love Especially it. on a like, you know, on a black woman because with the curly hair and like yeah. you know, it's just it yes. works and it's super sexy. Um but you could pull that off. I actually joked about doing that. You should do, you should do the <laughs> Killmonger like with the like the like the the dreads going forward um like he did anyway you can pull that off hey auntie <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh anywho um uh, but yeah so it starts with that and then she she kind of comes to and realizes oh wait i'm you know still in in the real world yeah and Boom. that that opening told you kind of where we
1: were going with it this totally episode. set up the episode which again uh, I didn't dislike it. Um, I actually really, especially on the second, and again, when you said, you know, you watched it again, I didn't look at it through the lens you looked at because I didn't
0: know it was going to be right two-parter. I feel like they should have put to be continued at yeah. the end of, of this one in particular.
1: So I definitely, again, this is one of those I definitely liked better the second time around. Sure. And for certain, like overall as an episode, it wasn't one of my, it was one of my least favorites of the season. Sure. With that being said, with it's one of my favorites for Naomi. Yeah. Like what happens with Naomi? And we'll, we'll go a little bit more into that.
0: So um yeah, so Naomi has a confrontation with Marco. Um, he lets her out and uh again. <laughs> um <laughs> Do we have to say
1: it again with Keon Alexander?
0: Dude, Keon Alexander's amazing. Um the, when 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 he is going back and forth with her about like her leaving and um, you know, you tried to kill me all this, all that and like yelling at him and then um, Philip slaps her. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, it was crazy. Um, Like, I don't know. I just, I like every, everything that Naomi did, the best part about it is when they were with the larger group is watching sin in the background and um the actor that plays sin who is named um <laughs> hold on I have to get to it Brett Sexton Sexton did such a good job of like being conflicted mm-hmm. and, and and actually like on the second viewing is is what actually really made this for me is Brett Sexton's conflicted like I love this woman as a sister. I, I, I've I missed her for years. Um, you know, he talks to her about, like, when they saw her on Palace in the bar and, like, mm-hmm. all these, like, feelings rush back to him and, and the, the sorrow he feels for, for letting Marco poison Philip. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, the hate he has for her, for her leaving and forcing him to become the man he's become and letting Philip become, like, right. helping make Philip the man he is. Like, one of... And again like all most of
1: this is nao this is a naomi centric episode yeah. if there ever was one
0: um it's been a while it, the last one we had was um back on the bohemoth in in season 2 or 3 so mm-hmm.
1: because in this one y- you you get a a little bit of
0: alex and bobby <laughs> well they have a great interaction like yeah. she 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 pulls a bullet out <laughs> of her of her jumpsuit there and alex is like do got- do i need to get the the mr doctor and she's like, "No, nah, it just itches." Yeah, <laughs> Poppy's a badass.
1: Like, I love their relationship. Yep. which
0: Frankie Adams' delivery there too. Yeah.
1: And and, and on when they're talking about that, she left out the fact that they destroyed the <laughs> Right? Shit. Yeah. And he, and he was like, Alvarez didn't mention that." She was like, "That kind of left it yeah. out." She didn't. I could that give him. you one of my medals. Yeah. And he was just like fuck you. <laughs> Their relationship is so good. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We only got a little bit of them. They, I,
0: you know, honestly I kind of felt like we got the perfect amount. I them. think so. So because I feel like we're getting a lot of them next week. The most
1: disappointing aspect is that we got none, nothing from Amos and Peaches. Yeah. Which, again based on... But we just got a full episode right, of Amos and Peaches. Right. But what I'm saying is we just didn't get any. So this yeah. was like really, really heavy with the mm-hmm. Naomi, the Philip, the Marco, yeah. even the Sin like we're getting back on the talking about sin when he admits to her the fact that he was the one that helped hide philip mm-hmm. and her the look on her face it, oh and again i'm gonna go again mcu one of my favorite scenes is when Black Civil Widow War.
0: gets thrown off of the
1: Dude, cliff and come <laughs> off of it you're getting like ray fisher now with this stuff you just keep on grinding with it but no is when Tony finds out about his parents, and oh, he asks yeah. Cap, he's like, "Did you know?" Yeah, and then he and then Cap, you know, kind of tries to, "I didn't know, but did you know?" And that's the same look Naomi gave Sin. It was that just, I thought I was betrayed before, like right. like that unbelievable. I feeling. knew
0: I knew who Marco was. Yeah, but you, yes, you Sin, yeah, and. Yeah. You know, I really feel like they made a lot. They, I, I feel like they did a lot in this episode with most of the episode being taken up by four actors. Yes. And not one of them overshadowed the other one. And they all really, really, really just kind of brought it because it had to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, Very emotional episode. So, you know, um, the, you know, Naomi having the moment with Philip where you know she tries the different approach and you know she's she's like she kind of gets the, the belt to draw back in there um a little bit and she's trying to tell him like how much he meant to her and how you know she didn't want to leave and you know but she had to yeah because he was taken away from her yeah like it wasn't really her choice not to and, be with
1: him. and I liked how she was like he was like did you leave once you know you couldn't find me? And she said, no, I looked for months. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this. And I went back on the other episodes and they did not do this. If you notice in this episode, anytime they're on the Pella, there's this kind of weird, like the camera, like slowly rotates back and forth like this, hmm. um, kind of like, you know, like you're on the ship and yeah. you're, you're trying to gain your balance. Huh. And I was like, "Did they do this?" And I went back, and they didn't do this in the other
0: episodes. I bet. I mean, because she's trying to find balance.
1: Yeah, and episode, and I so. and I was wondering when I, it was only the second time I saw it huh, like, I didn't on even my second that.
0: rewatch. You know and, what she could have
1: done to find balance is a good kata from Miyagi Do karate. karate.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: but I thought that was a fascinating choice because it it really that's a point you're talking about the whole balance thing Mm -hmm. and I was a really small detail which it made each of those scenes different than when we jumped to Holden and Rossi you know everything is you know even keel and all that stuff but I thought that was very interesting just that change in you know uh camera work I thought that that brought something that especially on the second time around and everything that's going on on the Pella it makes sense Mm-hmm. So I thought that thought that was very ingenious
0: way to use camera work. It was, it really was that like just that you mentioned it. Not that I saw it, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's really that like, but that's what we expect from this show mm-hmm. to do those little things so well. Um, you know, Naomi decides she's going to ask Sam for help. Um, she, she gets emotional with him. Um, you know, uh, Philip, then, At one point goes to marco and is like i want a command Mm -hmm. and man does does marco just destroy him? well
1: even before that going back when he asked to to use the ship oh yeah that um naomi gave him right and again he is a master manipulator oh yeah the way he says he's like i didn't know if it would be any you know have any sentimental value to you right and this is very interesting because it goes
0: back to my son has yeah. a big heart.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when he at, when Philip tells him he's like I just want you to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say I am right. He says I know. Yeah. That's one of he Philip is begging for that paternal love. Yeah. And Marco just keeps it just out of reach to make him continue to g- reach for it. Yeah. And he keeps moving
0: the goal line. Yes.
1: And that's what, and the way Keon Alexander just, everything he does, I just so love this guy. It's
0: not just his voice, right? Yeah, right. It's his body language. It's that look of contempt on his face. Yeah. That, like, if you've watched any interviews or the after show stuff with him, he's got the biggest freaking smile. Yeah. Right? Right. He's, it's, like, all teeth like a shark. Um. <laughs> but, like, it's super, like, you know, engaging. And he's just, like, so controlled, except for when he's not right and you know the times that he's not that's actually marco's default state yes that's and and so yeah everything else is an act to Mm -hmm. put on because well i mean naomi tells him you're trying to be the man that jim holden is yeah and oh he loses it (laughs) that was the worst thing she could say to him yes because he hates holden he's never met holden you know he just knows holden has naomi um you know and and it was that was great um but yeah so yeah
1: so the scene that you were talking about getting back to the scene on the bridge with philip and how he's talking about you you're nothing without me right he breaks him down to the bare bones like to his foundations oh yeah and then he slowly builds him back up again Mm -hmm. you know people like that it's it, it you can it's one of those things that on the show you can just because he's as an actor, it's just such great. It's so great to watch, but in real life, it's such a despicable <laughs> type of person that does that, that purposefully breaks somebody down and builds them back up in their image. Yeah, I'm well aware. Yeah, so I've I've had some you know, issues with that before too. So anyway, but yeah, I <laughs> trigger warning, Daryl. Trigger warning. <laughs> So and uh, I love that how he he ends up getting the crew yeah to chant
0: Philip's name right and it was so disingenuous yeah and you know but Philip started to kind of eat it up a little bit oh too, absolutely he did um because he doesn't know any better um yeah so then like this is where um Marco requests Naomi's presence to tell her he he's gonna she's free to leave um but he tells her like oh yeah by the way the um chet's mocha is now being used as a as bait for holding in the rossi
1: and i'm gonna let them um, oh
0: you know you're gonna see your family killed mm-hmm. and then i'll let you float yep that's harsh harsh Man. you know if i'm ever a villain i want to be a marco naros that is like i just want to have that like cold sadistic st- like not i don't want like but if i was ever a villain i would want to have that you know let's do a what about what about <laughs> so or a what if um but yeah it was yeah um and he 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 gets so mad at her he calls her nothing she drags her away and she's screaming and i've never heard Dominique tipper scream and yeah. like sound like a wounded animal and it was like heartbreaking and awesome the- and, yeah, the last I hate you that sounded like that was yeah. Anakin burned up on the right you know, muscle. It's so, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was really weird, too. when Mark it was like, you were the chosen one. I love you like a brother. <laughs> I was like,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You were supposed to be balanced. Yeah. You know, to um, the belters and so, the inners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to destroy all those cones on those ships with your code. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Um, but yeah. So this episode kind of has two endings in my mm-hmm. opinion. So we've got the Rossi chasing down the um the Zemea. Mm-hmm. right? Did yeah. I say that right? Um and and Holden is is walking around with his Martian like war suit on the entire episode. Yeah. Like everybody else is in their streets and he's nah, not he's Holden. ready to go. He's in he's in full on this is Captain James Holden of the warship Rocinanti. Yes. Uh, you're well aware of our capabilities, you know, kind of mode right now. Um and they 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 track it down, um they they go to to stop it. They're shooting missiles. We kind of get to see the Rossi working at full strength. Yeah. Um even though it's not quite full strength because they don't have the cowboy yeah, they don't have um, our boy Alex at the, the pilot ship. Like I, I I don't I don't think Bull, we would have Bull
1: it, Bull is what you would call serviceable.
0: Uh yeah. I mean Bull's alright. Yeah. So um he's he you know, but uh you know what I really liked is not everything went perfect for the Rossi. Mm-hmm. Like one mm-hmm. of the guns jammed, Bull actually had to like do some maneuvering to to make up for that to get the last two missiles. Um the the really Interesting. So two interesting things really happened. One was the conversation between Bull and Jim and Monica about the proto molecule mm-hmm. and about how they had a like Holden finally admitted to her like Yeah, we had a a sample. We were it.
1: supposed to destroy it.
0: And Naomi gave it to Fred. Yeah. And Monica, the just kind of the realization of like what that actually meant was a really interesting look on her face. Like and again, um, I forget the actress's name, um. Anna Hopkins, is so great as Monica Stewart, like so great, cause she she's kind of Weasley but she's a journalist, but she also genuinely cares about Holden. She yeah. really really does, right? Um, plus he saved her life, um. So but like with the three of them talking about it and everything, it was, it was really 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 cool, um. And then, you know, they had to go, you know, full burn (laughs) and, you know, everybody got the juice. Um, She finally got to feel what it was like to be, you know, really
1: moving in the, in the warship. Right. And going back to Monica, one of the things she says before they go on the hunt is, okay, we're thinking about this. Like, how are we thinking about this with Marco and the ships? He doesn't have the capital to get these ships. Right. So it's either a promise of something or someone in uh, you know a higher up on the m c r n has the same goals as right. Marco, and you know that then she mentions that you know that not it's not just the proto molecule but they have cortisol too mm-hmm. so what's and i mean and again as people who've read the books we kind of know what's going on, but you know if you're you know if you're just watching the show, you don't know what's going on, and who is orchestrating all of this? I mean, you know, we got the name what was it, a couple episodes ago, was it Sovatar? Yeah, Sovatar. Um and it'll be cur- I'm curious to see where they go in the, in this last couple episodes and then into next season. So at
0: one point Marco had the <clears throat> um the ring gate uh entrance yes. and exit up and there were um three different ships um all MCRN. One had just come through and then Mateo's ship was like up in the top corner. Hot. see, I missed
1: that. So I
0: paused it. Okay. So I was on the second one. I was like, "Wait, wait, what did that say?" Um, and they're all three ships from. Yeah. What's gonna happen? And um, and remember,
1: Sevatar was talking about defense of the rain gate mm-hmm. in his you know right. when, when Alex saw him on Mars in in that um lecture. Yeah. So,
0: so I mean, it just takes one ship. Yeah. Once you're inside, you yeah. only need one ship to, to to defend all the
1: gates. Yeah. And the other thing we didn't, I don't know if you were going to get to that, was the conversation Bull has with Holden about Fred. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was great, too. It was.
0: It was really good. It was a great moment between the two of them. It was a lot of character building for Bull, which was (laughs) desperately needed. Absolutely. Um, And it just gave us more Holden, like, than we've had. Like, Holden has definitely, like, been... A secondary character this season which i'm all right with because mm-hmm. where we're going he's gonna the focus is gonna firmly come back on to holden um with the the war mm-hmm. um which i'm beginning to think is that's what season six is gonna be we're not gonna get this wrapped up um which is great i mean it's that's fine. fine so fine by me um yeah. <laughs> yay <laughs> um but uh yeah but so they catch up on the zemea and uh they blow out the the engine with the rail gun. Okay. I love watching the. Rossi I don't know with why I, I sometimes forget that they have the rail gun. Well, because they they um. So when they were helping on um Illus, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Illus. yeah Illus. I was gonna say Ilum, but that's the planet where the Jedi uh get their um kyber crystals, uh <laughs> wrong show, uh but no on Illus in the book remember they used the rail gun like six or seven times yeah. to the point where they almost. Burned it out. up, yeah, uh, or they did burn it out um to move the the um, the barber. The barber Piccola. Um, and uh in the show, they only shot it once, so I think that's probably why they never made a big deal about it. Yeah, and plus we didn't have like Jim's inner monologue talking about how great it was to have a rail gun now. Right. Um, <laughs> But in on a separate system and it ran up the keel of the anyway. But uh, yeah. I love watching that. Like, <laughs> But that. watching it fire is yeah. awesome in the the just the precision of it. Right. It's really, really cool. Um, But then as they're coming in, they're like, hey, you know, prepare for boarding, you know, shut your reactor down. We're, we're going to we want to have a talk. It explodes. Mm hmm. And it's like, wow, that's the end of the episode. No, we still have five more minutes with yeah. Naomi. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny,
1: you know, watching the second time, I didn't catch what Marco said when he was, you know, communicating with the Zemea before that. He was like, you know what you have to do, right? Or you know what to do. Yep. So, but yeah, you're right. Then it comes to the second ending.
0: Yeah, so then we get the real ending. Um, so, uh, you know, Naomi... Is about to leave. (laughs) She's about to go for a walk. Yeah. Um. And Sin and Philip find her. Um. And she's in the airlock. Sin actually gets into the airlock, which is so. All of this is the same. Like, they actually did this better than what I expected, because we got to see it. Um. So right, Sin steps into the airlock, and she's apologizing to him because she's she knows she can't save him at this point. Mm -hmm. Like she's about to kill her friend. Um. And you know, it's again, like this is where like we need the inner monologue of the character because the calculations in the book that she's making in her head about like when to breathe out. Mm-hmm. So her lungs are completely empty. So she doesn't decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I guess there's actual science behind all of this. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, right. And, and, you know, she's got to be going a certain speed and, and she's got the adrenaline and, and she's got to do it at the right time. Um, you know so she she opens the airlock and she jumps to the chetsmoka and um sin is right there at the door and he is he's magnetized his boots yeah and dies yeah like just right there so the doors can't close too so it's not like they could like mount some sort of like rescue i guess rescue is not yeah. the right the word but like mount like an event to go get her
1: yeah, and Phillips on the other side on the other the, side watching watching her, yeah,
0: and he thinks she's committing suicide. Yeah, because he doesn't know what she's doing. Um, watching her float through space was so cool because she had that breath frozen in front of her the whole time, um, and then she you see the the um, the capillaries in her eyes start to like you know burn essentially a little bit or burst um and she gets there and she gets in and as we fade to black you see her face and it is so it's, bruised and, and like the it is exactly the way they described it in the book and it was it was such an awesome scene and i'm so happy they did it i'm so happy they did not do what i thought they should do as far as she jumps and then we see the aftermath um but she's got one more of these in her right yeah, i think yeah yeah so um this was a, just a really really cool scene
1: yeah and one of the things is and I, I think again watching it the second time it really hit home is when she's at the door and she turns mm-hmm. around and says you shouldn't have followed me right and you hear the music swell and then she jumps out and the music slowly cuts off mm-hmm. and then well, you just enters vacuum yeah and you have nothing until she's getting closer to the door mm-hmm. and then, then you hear that' the undercurrents of the the soundtrack coming back until she gets into the into Chetsumoka. Yep.
0: So cool. Yeah. It's awesome. So so I uh, I'm gonna give this four and a half Rossies out of five. I'm giving it a four. Okay. So um I, I, I really ended up really on second watch, mm-hmm. like, in kind of getting the other context to it, like I like I really enjoyed this I'm, very much. I'm
1: really curious to see how watching next week's episode if that will up it a little yeah, bit maybe, in my yeah. because again for example wandavision yeah i think if i would have seen these separately and on different weeks it wouldn't have been as powerful it wouldn't have been as powerful for me
0: for the second episode at yes least. like right. the first episode would have been the first episode the second episode wouldn't have been like dude this is freaking hilarious right so absolutely um no i really thoroughly Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. Um again, like we we can't talk enough about how good this show looks. Like, thank you, Amazon, for putting the money into the show that needed to be put into it to make mm-hmm. it look right. Cause even when they showed the exterior shot of the Pella with the doors shut, like it looks real. And then you have to remember they don't make anything out of metal right right and so right. it doesn't look like metal but it doesn't look like it's some cheap paper mache set either yeah and and some of that's real set
1: you yeah. know yeah absolutely thank you emma thanks so you. i'm glad that it yeah you know thankful for sci-fi for taking the chance on this show in the beginning right absolutely but i'm glad it landed where it did
0: yep yeah so uh yeah, this I like I said, this this turned out to be a really, really good episode. I, I do think it warrants two watches because there's a lot of little things that you don't catch. Like, you know, I caught the ring gate mm-hmm. stuff, you caught the the camera movements, um, like the music, like the way they do that. Um, you know, it was it was just really, really quite cool. Yeah. It's, so. And again, when I like this
1: would be one of the better episodes for me of any other show I watch, and so when I say it's not one of my favorite episodes, like this
0: is the best episode of Star Trek ever. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's, and that just shows you how good this season has been. Yeah, and again, this is better than any other episode in season four. For oh yeah, me. absolutely, one hundred percent, absolutely. So, so, but
0: yeah. I mean, this is like the third slice of a good piece of, of a good pizza pie. Yeah, that's just gotten a little <laughs> bit cool, right? Right, you know. Um, it's not, like, smoking hot anymore. But, no, like, if you like Star Trek Discovery, like, give The Expanse a chance. Yes. If you haven't watched it. It is the superior science fiction show.
1: It's They're not even the same ballpark. Well, no, but, you know. Yeah.
0: And, and I thought Discovery's the first two seasons were decent. I yeah. really liked the first season of Discovery. Yeah, like really liked the first season of Discovery. Uh, it took me a little while to get through the second season. Yeah, and then I hated Lower Decks, so I canceled my CBS All Access. I, I didn't so, know. I didn't even try to watch it. Yeah, that. it was you know. bad. It was it was dumb. Um, but people like it, and that's great. Like you know, yeah. Like, if you like, I'm it, not telling you not to watch right. it. I'm yeah. just saying it wasn't for me. Um, but yeah, and so I don't know. Like I'll watch discovery season three at some point like i don't know i might just vpn to netflix europe or netflix canada or something and watch it forgetting they have that so um but yeah so yeah so i'm i'm four and a half five four and a four four point five out of five rossies
1: all i have to say is is it tuesday
0: yet no (laughs) (laughs) we're so close because we're recording on friday
1: (laughs) so i say that all the time to you so i know
0: hey this has been a good friday you came up we got some wings we're recording we're gonna do the the wandavision stuff um you gotta buy dinner next friday um uh anyway all right uh real quick shout out to matt and julian thank you guys for backing us on patreon um you guys definitely should like follow along and 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 join uh follow their lead if you will and uh and sign up because the, the WandaVision commentaries are going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, go watch the expanse, go watch WandaVision, um, pick up star Wars squadrons. If you like, if you like playing like flight simulator games, star Wars squadrons is really cool. And if you have, um, PlayStation VR and you try squadrons, will you email me at the show? um just brian at infamous podcast and let me know what you think because i'm really considering buying the playstation vr to play <laughs> just to play the game ju- just for squadron
1: i think that would be this that would be a kick-ass game to right. use that on
0: yeah absolutely so all right uh on that note thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week see you bye Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, with new episodes out every Sunday. You can find more information about the show online at infamouspodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Infamous Podcast. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash infamouspodcast for our new tiers and rewards. The Info's podcast is hosted and produced by me, Brian Tudor, with music provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Brian Tudor. So whenever you're listening to the show, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Later.